Welcome back, listener, to Attempted Delivery. Uh, we're a podcast about a couple of just, uh, just trying to break into the world of stand-up comedy. I'm Damian Nopolis. And I'm Sean Taking Sheets. This episode, I think we got to be a little bit uh, funnier for a comedy po- <laughs> podcast. Um, a little lighter. It was a lot of... Um, I think it's a lot of darkness that brings people to the... <laughs> and to the world of comedy. Um, but I think for a podcast... Uh, comedy podcast we should be a little more like upbeat and uh a little more funny so um yeah for sure it could be a lot with, less informative too yeah true true don't, there's no, true. there doesn't need to be any real information true <laughs> but really just like the positivity and the comedy and the lightness um so with that in mind what did you do last night <laughs> <laughs> so last night i <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, last night, we put my dog down. <laughs> Sorry, I was waiting all day to do that. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you did. Yeah, so that was my first my first time putting a, uh, putting a dog down. Um, did you have to do it with your bare hands? Yeah, yeah, it was rough. It's a, he's he's right. a, a blue healer mix, so mm. he's round neck. You know, yeah. it wasn't, you know, it's a, the, the dachshund was easy. A, <laughs> I just, you know, <laughs> I just used a mag flashlight, like, like a fucking 1940s cop style, like, a, like a billy club. Alrighty. And it worked, it worked a lot easier than the, uh, the euthanasia. <laughs> I hope nobody else listens to this. <laughs> yeah, it may have, may have started off a little dark. <laughs> Yeah, so that was not a fun experience. Uh, yeah. Course, rest in peace, Eli. Eli he Manning. He was a super cool dog. He was like a, a gentle giant. He was like super big, yeah. but like the least aggressive dog I've ever met. Not, yeah, not even a yeah. little bit aggressive. He didn't even really play much. I mean, he was just so chill. Yeah, and we're, we're definitely going to miss him. He uh, he just uh, we, he'd had a lot of like cancer and whatnot. Mm. They did gave like x- x-rays, and it, was, it wasn't, wasn't a good situation. He was definitely... It, it's crazy how fast they decline. Mm. Like, I guess humans know something's up. So, you know, like, that somebody's having issues for a long time before. I mean, a lot of times they'll right. have issues. And I guess it happens fast with humans, too. I mean, it a lot. Can. Of, it can, yeah. Like, they're like, they, they notice something's wrong. And I a lot of times, it almost seems like that could be like a mental thing with humans because you can fucking make yourself sick. So, right. like, some right. people, I do think you know like you go to the doctor and find out you have fucking stage four cancer and you you might start feeling a certain fucking type of way like (laughs) you might you might go downhill just by with that fucking information like you're gonna feel like oh my god like you feel sick right you know or they say like um people who are like super positive or have a positive outlook heal better or um, heal easier or faster yeah for sure (laughs) so but yeah so i mean it was crazy It, it took like uh well, we took, we, she took him in just to see, cause she, we thought, you know, last year or so he hurt his back. So we just kind of thought that maybe that's all it was, but no, it definitely was uh, a lot worse than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, unfortunately, but he'll, he's definitely in a happier place now. He, uh, he didn't, he didn't suffer long. Fortunately, right. I mean, it's, I, she was saying she was almost wished she took him in at the beginning of the week. Cause he wasn't, he wasn't doing well. 
all week. I mean, he mostly laid around and, you know, panting and like, you know, clearly something was wrong. So we had to take him in, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's all good. I mean, he's in a better place now. He was a good dog. Right. Yeah. He was, he was really cool. Like I said, the least aggressive dog I've ever met. And yeah, it's, for it's his crazy. size, it could be intimidating. But oh, I he's know. Such a, like, he wouldn't even bark most of the time. He'd right. bark at like the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, I fucking hate mailmen too. So I go, guy, I get that. <laughs> Bunch of pricks they are. But uh, I mean, he'd bark at like no loud noises and stuff. But beyond that, he would. He was very. I mean, he was a very loving dog. Yeah, yeah very. He's a sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> and for any dog lovers out here that are like butt hurt about that joke, we talked about last time, like making make uh, trying to create humor through tragic situations to deal with it because it is a shitty situation it's not fun so you have to laugh to to be able to get through it yeah and it's okay yeah. i'm gonna make sure that nobody i love listens to this episode or anybody <laughs> that enough. loves eli is gonna listen to this episode <laughs> fair enough <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah i uh i lost the cat last year and it was it was kind of similar like mm-hmm. just randomly started having weird symptoms we took him in and then like a week or two later we had to do the same thing yeah yeah it's, and it's and, crazy yeah. i mean it just happens all of a sudden it's like what the fuck yeah. now yeah. fortunately he he was like 13 we think i think it was right. he was going on 13 so for a big dog he did he had a really good run and he right. had he had a pretty decent i mean he had a good life he got yeah we have a little bit of land so it's not like he was in a, an apartment in new york city for his whole life or anything like that right. he was Got to go out, kind of come and go as he pleased. Mm. He was pretty chill. He got a lot of human food. Nice. A lot of he got a lot of snacks. So it's you know, <laughs> we all we we treated him pretty good with the. Uh... <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he definitely had a happy life. Very cool. <laughs> R.I.P. Eli. Yeah, rest in peace. <laughs> not Eli, not the real Eli Manning. Eli Manning is still alive. CTE, I'm sure, but he's still alive. (laughs) In the hearts of many Giants fans. Yeah. (laughs) He's He's the only quarterback to beat Tom Brady in two Super Bowls. So, as Lori will never cease to mention, (laughs) not a Tom Brady fan, Lori is. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, last time we uh, teased a little bit, um, the whole point of this is us uh, working up to doing our first open mic as hopeful comedians. And we talked a little bit about the fact that we went and just checked one out uh, as, as fans, not, mm-hmm. not to actually do it and just watch it just to see what it was. Neither of us had ever been to an open mic. So we yeah. didn't know the vibe. We didn't know what it was. I mean, half the time on all the podcasts we listen to, they're like, yeah, I did, some my first set in a laundromat for four people yeah, yeah. so this was in a comedy club it was um boomerangs or harrisburg area community harrisburg or, comedy zone comedy zone i think at okay. boomerangs, at boomerangs. Okay. they're confusing as shit they have two different websites and everything they don't do great with right the marketing. right <laughs> probably shouldn't talk shit on the place that we're planning on doing comedy at but. yeah true <laughs> <laughs> uh, but essentially it's a it's a like restaurant bar and grill type place but in the back there's a comedy club um, called Boomerang. It's actually where Shane Gillis did his comedy for the first time. All right. I heard him say on a podcast, the Harrisburg Comedy Zone was the first place he did comedy. He was like, oh, shit. Somebody mentioned it. All right. <laughs> That's pretty wild because I believe he's from Mechanicsburg. Right, right. Yeah, so he's from the real middle of nowhere. Right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was a really cool experience. Um, it was an informative 
experience. Um, I think we neither of us knew really what to expect. There was way more people than I thought it was going to be, sure. and and I didn't know what the time was, but it was uh, thirty two. Yes, thirty two. I comics, think comics, and they gave uh, four minutes a piece, mm-hmm. so it's quick. So if you're dying, you're not up there forever. If you're yeah. doing really well, yeah, yeah. it's like all right, great, and get you mm-hmm. know you can get off the stage feeling good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was really interesting. It, I don't know about you, but I, I feel like there was a really good mix of like skill level and material where it was some people told stories, some people did quick jokes, some people did really well and like really like were very performative. Yeah. And then others, you could tell they're feeling out what they're doing. Yeah, they were definitely the. There was one dude who was definitely too drunk, but. I felt like I wanted him to yes. do good. He started he, out. Yeah, he did start strong. Strong, and I think he was just a little too drunk and just in his head. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spilled his drink a little bit and then just was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. he actually did say I'm done. Yeah, he was, he was like, I'm, he just. Well, that's I, good. Yeah. That's good that you know when you, you and you're done. Right. But yeah, a lot I'm, of people don't know when they're done. Right. They just keep trying, like, just get a shot. Like, okay, you're done. <laughs> they need to be told that they're right. done. But he was—he started out strong, and I really wanted him to do good. I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm digging this guy's vibe. Yeah, I think uh, that I forgot about that dude. I yeah. think he, uh, yeah, he definitely. I think he had it. It's just I think he was too drunk. I think that is what that was. Right. Yeah, and everybody. You know, there was a lot of good. There was. I noticed there were some that were like, had really good. I mean, it seemed like really well written jokes, but were like kind of awkward. And right. then there were others that were like super confident and didn't have like even written jokes. Like they weren't really doing jokes. There was kind of more of a personality. Right, right. And they were just kind of like letting that carry them. So it was funny to see somebody not have confidence in some really well written jokes. Like, damn, dude, you should be like, you're fucking, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, you seem like unsure about it. Like, man, <laughs> fucking, I got to let you know. Like, that's that's really good. Yeah, there was one girl who was doing stuff about her mom that I thought was really funny, but she's she seemed very timid. Uh huh. But also, like, it's, it really seems like that's the balance you have to find, and I guess you can only find it by doing it. Yeah, for but sure. like the balance of personality, voice and delivery, and material. Um, because some some people can use that timidness. Yeah, absolutely. There's like, really good comics that are doing really well that uh, use. Use that timid, timid, timidness. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> timidness for their. Uh, like yeah, Est- Esther Pavitsky is like very like meek, and I'm just a yeah shy uh-huh. innocent girl. But I'm there's there's a boss bitch in there. Yeah, there's that darkness you know, in like, there. <laughs> yeah, but like I, you just I guess have to find how you're perceived and play and yeah, play for that sure. and yeah I don't know yeah definitely. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple, and it, it, yeah, and it was funny. Some were like kind of storytellers. I remember the one dude, he, and he had jokes about being a teacher. And I mean, I, they were fucking really good. Like, there wasn't a lot of jokes in the story that he told. And it's four minutes, so it was right. only essentially one story. There wasn't a lot of jokes in it, but it was really fucking interesting. Right. And I'm like, son of a bitch, this guy like is a good storyteller. I right. mean, you could. T- I was like, I'm not surprised to hear that he's a teacher because he definitely presented. Like, I would. It's, it's, he's probably a really good fucking teacher. Right. That's, like I, it's probably a good 
training ground to get up Hell in yeah. front of a group of people yeah, and definitely. and guide them and control them in a certain way yeah. to, to an end result. Like, not just getting up and speaking at them, but you're trying to... Yeah, for sure. Guide yeah, them. Yeah, he definitely... And, yeah. I remember being impressed, like, because even if it was, I wasn't laughing a lot, but I was interested in this. I forget what it was even about, but it was about this just random story about him taking his kids on a on like a uh, what's it called a field trip. Field trip, right? Yeah, it's been a minute since I and trying a field to trip. trying to find pizza in an airport or something. That's right. Like that. yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus, this is actually really interesting. And he's mm. not even really talking about much, like. But you could see the details of the story, like he he told it well because yes. you, you could visualize it really. Yeah, well. for sure. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, uh, what's that? It always called uh, uh, economy of words, and like it wasn't too, it wasn't like boring, you know, right. and it wasn't even an exciting story. But he it was he did a good job at making it exciting for no reason at all, right? You know, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was impressive. The host I thought was really funny too. Like he would just get up and do like. Yeah, it's funny. I just, I just realized like, I remember zero people's names, but yeah, not a single person. Names. I remember any of their names, but yeah, that guy was really funny too. Yeah, it was just coming up, maybe making a comment on the previous yeah. comic, and then introducing the next one, and just throwing in a joke or two. It was just very, um, very smooth. He just kept the show going while yeah, keeping yeah. it funny. Like, regardless if the person before bombed or did really well, he kept it. He kept it yeah, moving yeah. nicely. Yeah, yeah. I think the only person's name I remember might be that that German dude, and I'm pretty sure his name was Hans. But I might be racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if his name was actually Hans. They're not all named Hans. <laughs> yeah, they might be. They might all be named Hans, Damien. I don't know what you want, but <laughs> these are the facts. They might. They're all Hans. <laughs> Do you think there are still like any Adolfs? Did that end? Can't be that. What 1940. So that would mean that somebody, there's no way after 1940 that somebody named their kid, well, they might have still loved that man until the when did the war end? <laughs> Mid-40s. Mid Mid-40s, because I know 42. Or 42 or... Nah, I think 42 is when they invaded Poland, but I'm not positive. I'm a little, I'm always bad with the yeah. dates. You were public schools at work, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> early, early to mid forties. Yeah. yeah, I had a one point nine GPA, so <laughs> grain of salt. Um, yeah, I'm thinking it before nineteen fifty. So, so what's that? I can't do math, but nineteen fifty <laughs> till now, that's that had to seventy killed, years. That had to have killed the name, right? Had to. They had you to think. all be dead because that's right. from the fifties till now. I believe that's seventy years, seventy two right. years exactly. So that would have to be. So if they're seventy two, I mean they're they're dead. Come on, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and then that makes me think of um, Hannibal Burris, and like he was right on the cusp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> like uh, my my name, uh, like my mom says it was after Saint Damien. My dad says it was named after the kid in the Omen movies. That's way sicker. Right. Go with the second one. <laughs> <laughs> so I was right on that cusp where, like, if that movie had already come out, like. Maybe they would it be the same? That. So, like, if Silence of the Lambs wasn't <laughs> a thing, or like was was a thing earlier, I'd have to see it, his date of birth versus yeah. that that movie coming out. He's but, older, so I would guess that he he yeah. made it. You know, yeah. he made it before it was like kind of egregious. <laughs> and also, they didn't have the internet back then, so that's not fair. Yeah. You know, Hitler was was viral. Right. He was famous, <laughs> so like he kind of made it. You know, he's like Elvis. He was a household name. True. True. <laughs> 
He was, he, yeah, he was, yeah. Don't definitely. see many Elvi. No, which is surprising because <laughs> people loved that motherfucker. Right. Nobody named their kids Elvis. Is that just like too much? Right. Too like flashy? Because you'd think there'd be a thousand Elvises. Like fucking, you think you definitely know an Elvis. Right. I mean, nobody gives a fuck about Sean and there's a lot of us. There's a lot of Sean's. Right. <laughs> My name Sean Michael. So I'm like a w, fucking WWE <laughs> Are we going to say fighter? <laughs> a WWE actor. I'm kind of named after Shawn Michaels, which isn't great. But And then there's, there's there are no Jesuses, Jesus-i. Well, there's a lot. Is. But Jesus. there's a lot of Jesuses. Okay, there we go. I was going to say. But then on the flip side, there's... Jesus the was most... not white. So, right. I mean, he couldn't have actually been white. Right. So he probably was Jesus. So that's probably more accurate. But then there's the, you know, the most popular name in the world. Is it Muhammad? It is Muhammad. I bet it is. But then you can't draw (laughs) the Prophet Muhammad. You can name your kid after the Prophet Muhammad, but you can't draw a depiction or a picture. That is an interesting. Yeah, you think that'd be less offensive. Right. Just Just drawing a picture, but naming your child like. Yeah, we're we're gonna lose all the fans in the Middle East. I don't know why you had to bring that shit up. I think we have a ways before <laughs> before we gain fans in the Middle East. We're I don't li- know. We might gain fans there. We're first. living in Middle Pennsylvania. I think it's a a ways before we get fans in Middle <laughs> Pennsylvania before the Middle East. <laughs> Perhaps yeah. <laughs> you might be right. Hmm. Yeah, and I don't know. And you'd think you'd be more. Uh, you'd be a little bit less quick to name your kid that. Because what if he's like a fuck up? Uh, true. That's not good. If he's like a, you know, if he steals from you and shit, and he's like, you know, goes out and like does drugs and steals your money, pawns your guitars. Right. You know what the fuck? It's one thing. To, His name's Muhammad. Right. Like it's one thing offensive. to besmirch the the family name, the last name, but then you gotta, yeah, yeah, ruin your profit at the same time. <laughs> so the open mic that we went to. <laughs> um yeah it was interesting i don't know if you have any other takeaways um it was it was cool to see how structured it was and i guess you just show up early and sign up um it's hard to tell what position would be good or if you even have a choice or is it just first come first serve of whoever signs up that is interesting like would you want to go first would you want to just go somewhere in the middle or would you want to go last i mean i know i wouldn't want to go um, first i know that for a fact yeah yeah unless i had now that might change if i if i'm like good <laughs> if, if i was good i guess i wouldn't mind you know breaking the ice right so i and they did you know i mean if you were good you yeah like I'll I'll take first fuck it you know what I mean it's fun it'd probably be fun to like because it's more of a challenge you know what I mean for sure it's harder to go first when nobody's gone up because you're fucking starting now there's right. the host to kind of break the ice mm-hmm. and I believe if I remember correctly he did a little longer the first he didn't yeah. just start he he did like a set right right like a, a small one excuse me um <laughs> so I don't know I mean. It would for sure be, I would assume, more challenging to go first or early even. But then at right. the same time, you know, if, if you're not first, if somebody bombs in front of you, it's like, eh, I might be a fresh, you know, I might be a drink of clean water. To hell, drink of fresh water. What's this? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the saying? 
uh, tall drink of water, but I thought that was like no. That's you're talking uh, about. Yeah, that's like <laughs> that's that's a like an attractiveness thing, right? Defi- uh, f- Jesus Christ, what the hell? <laughs> a breath of fresh air is what I'm trying to okay, say. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah, you'd be a breath of fresh air <laughs> after somebody just eating dick for four minutes, <laughs> right? So right. like you know, so that would be easier. And then even if they do good. You can kind of carry that momentum, so it's definitely true. Yeah, because I don't think anybody's in four minutes going to do enough that you couldn't follow them. No, no, you know, even no, they're they not going to really crush good. that fucking hard. Right, I mean, right. Even like if Kevin Hart showed up, people wouldn't be. I mean, it wouldn't be that bad. They're still going to be excited from seeing somebody good. Right. So I don't think that would be an issue. But yeah, first, first would be like the most intimidating. Yeah, true. Just that icebreaker. And then last, I th- I, it felt like by the end of the night, everyone was just kind of done. Seemed like, like I mean, we it, were still it started to unravel. Yeah, we we hung in there, and yeah. Um, so I wouldn't want to go dead last either, but just somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> and there's a big middle with 32 comics, so yeah. it's not like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. Um, and I don't know how many of them. I have no idea how many of them were just there for the open mic. Like, I know we weren't, and I noticed that a lot of the comics were looking at us a lot, Yeah, and we weren't in the front row, but we were, like, a couple rows back, and I'm like... Well, we were definitely the closest to the stage. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. We were the closest to the stage, so maybe that's why. Right. But they weren't really playing too much to the other side of the room, so I'm like, fuck, are we the only... I got that vibe. Spectators, because I, I do think there were people behind us that were too, because they never went up. Hmm. There was a guy and a girl, be like a couple rows behind us. Like they might have been having dinner and just heard. Yeah, oh, maybe. Oh, there's an open mic tonight. Like let's go <laughs> yeah. back and look. But I definitely got the vibe that it was a room of comics playing yes, to each other for sure. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. Which isn't a isn't a bad thing necessarily. No, you the, can swing harder. Yeah, you take more risks yeah, that exactly. way because you know exactly. that for the most part nobody should be too sensitive. Right. But yeah, that is. I did think because a lot of them were looking at us, but then again, we were close to the front. We were super close, which I wouldn't do again as a spectator. <laughs> no, probably um, not. Just because I felt like they tried to do like a little crowd work, but you can only do so much crowd work with, with two people. <laughs> And I felt like yeah. anybody who said something just said something about the fact that I was wearing glasses. Yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> right. You did a great job. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how much you want to do crowd work with a four-minute set on an open mic. Like, <laughs> No. I guess you could do a little. I mean, if there were if, people If you're there. specifically working on that, like, I want to sure. go up tonight and work on that. Like, if you're going up every Thursday night. And doing it, maybe you would for say, sure. All right, tonight maybe I'll just try and fuck with the crowd. Oh like, yeah, and ha- yeah. I mean I don't know. Yeah, we don't know, but maybe maybe we were the first time there were people that weren't comics there in fucking a month. So they're like, well, "Fuck, this is my only chance to get crowd work in." These are the only sure. two bastards that are dumb enough to come in here. <laughs> I do feel like we should go more often. Um, yeah, we definitely got at, at least one or two more times before we do. Yeah, like our to. first attempt. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, um, just to just to get the the vibe and a little more. Yeah. Uh Intel. <laughs> I know I had to th- I had thought that like all right, maybe before we get, like I maybe get something just in case there's like nobody there and they're like hey, do you guys want to try? Like f- f- fuck. Like so like maybe I'll make sure I have an idea of something that I would potentially do if put on the spot. 
But then right. maybe not. If it's thirty two comics there, maybe it's not it's not an issue. But that right, is one right. thing that concerned me at first. I'm like, shit, what if we go? And if you don't sign up, they might not even give you the option or you know. Yeah. Well and if we go, well I was like, fuck, what if we go and there's like five people and they're like, Hey, why are you here? <laughs> do you want to go up? Like, right. you know, so I was like a fear of mine, but I was like, fuck, I don't know what I would do <laughs> if they asked me if I wanted to go up right now. Cause I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, I have shit that I've written, but I don't have anything that I've prepared in my, you know, in my head. Yeah. That kind of, um, makes me think of like the writing process and it uh, going to that and seeing such a variety, like 32 different approaches. Oh yeah. Some were, like you said, some were like joke jokes. Some were just stories. Some were like, you know, trying to go edgy with like some wild shit they were saying. I know the one girl was talking about like, yeah, my kid's in the car or whatever. It was funny. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that specific girl was very funny. Yeah. Yeah. There was a few that were hilarious. Some guy had a bunch of runaway slave jokes that were fucking hilarious. Yeah. I mean, that was so good. <laughs> that dude was really funny. Yeah, I, I enjoyed him, definitely. Yeah, yeah. there was a, quite a few that were hilarious that I th- I thought. I mean, you know. <laughs> um, But yeah, it made me think of, like, how I've been writing and, and what I want to write versus what I, I'm strong at. Yeah, yeah. And I guess you only find that out by doing it. Yeah, I don't feel like I have. You don't I know have... what we're strong at yet. Yeah, I don't feel like I, at least nothing I've done so far um, or written has been like longer stories. Yeah. It's more shorter things with a twist or maybe, maybe uh, an idea that's only fleshed out maybe in a few sentences or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what kind of approach like you want to take or that you want to do or that you see yourself doing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know how to like... I literally, I don't know if this makes me a lunatic or not, but the way I've been, like, the I have a bunch of shit written down. Everything I've come up with is, I'm literally imagining saying it on stage. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's good, if that's a good idea, or if, like, writing would be a better idea, but I'm literally, like, picturing, like, I'll think about something, and I'll just imagine fleshing it out on stage, because I would hate to actually do that. But right, like I'm kind right. of picturing myself fleshing it, out, fleshing it out on stage and seeing what I would like say, and then I kind of just keep coming up with like stu- like dumb ideas or like things that I think are funny to just add to it, mm-hmm. which may be good because then I could kind of do that and like get you know because I almost know what I want to say because I've that's how I wrote it, not necessarily physically, but that's how I wrote it in my head. And then I just kind of keep like adding, adding on to it. But I don't know how like some people like joke, like those joke writers, like I, I feel like some of your jokes, because we've, you know, shared material and shit just to like, what, like if we thought it was funny, mm-hmm. some of yours seem like well-written, written, but I don't know if that's even how you came up with them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I very rarely have sat down and said, I am going to write jokes. Yeah, I can't. It's usually some passing thought that comes that uh-huh. I just start laugh, making myself laugh at, yeah, yeah. or some s- ridiculous idea, mm-hmm. and then I'll just try and like shape that or or come up with um, embellish it in some way. But it's usually some passing thought, like why is this this way, or that like just trying to take an angle on something. But I very rarely have sat down and said I am going to, yeah, yeah, write jokes. It just doesn't come that way. No, um, 
No, it's kind of the same for me. I don't see how, like some people literally do that. And it's like, right. okay. I mean, and I don't it, know how you have the brain. Like it's probably nice. Right. You can kind of just like, oh, I need some jokes. So let me just sit down and flesh this shit out. But And then some some people say they specifically like write on stage. Like Marin always says, I, I write on stage. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't write down a whole bit and then just go up there and perform it. Yeah. yeah. He just kind of goes up with an idea and tries to flesh it out and talk it out. And I think that's his strength. A lot of people, a lot of people say that, but then, uh, like Carlin would write. Oh, everything. he would it was, write it was mostly memory, like a written. fucking manuscript. Like he would like, right. Apparently he would write full, and I can see, I can actually, like, I was writing down, like, something I was thinking about the other day. I'm like, I kind of get that because that's essentially what I'm doing just in my head. And then I'm writing out, like, if if I'm lucky enough to be not – because a lot of the shit I've written, I was like – while I was writing right. or thinking about, but <laughs> I, like, sitting – so, like, the other – the last thing I thought of – I actually thought of something for the first time in a while the other day because I've had shit written down since 2019. Right, yeah. Like, I kind of planned on fucking trying to get the like the courage or whatever to go on stage at some point in 2020, but I, for, I forget why, but for whatever reason, something put that off. I, I don't remember why. But, yeah, um, just, it seemed like a lot of places were closed. Yeah, I don't know what was going on at that time. It was fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's York, so maybe, maybe there just wasn't that many comedy clubs. Yeah, true. I don't know, but either way, <laughs> <laughs> either way, I, uh, I hadn't hadn't written like too much recently, I guess, because we were kind of thinking about doing this, you know. Right. So I've been like kind of thinking about that more than I've been thinking about actual jokes. But I thought about something the other day, and fortunately, I was like taking a shower. I'll do that shit all fucking day. I mean, I'm glad that nobody like is in the bathroom with me when I take a shower because I whisper to myself like I'm a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Like I'm like the Joker in the Dark Knight, just fucking talking to myself. I laugh to myself all the time. Like if anybody's looking, I probably look like a goddamn lunatic. Oh, I talk to myself frequently. The other day, actually, fucking Lori said something to me. She's like, "What are you? Are you talking to me?" I was like, "Oh no." She's like, "Are you whispering?" I'm like, "No." No, I mean, just, you know, just, you know, I'm like, uh, I'm just pouring a Drake, you know? Like, I was fucking literally talking to myself. <laughs> and I try, like, it's the worst. I, I, we, I almost wish we could do this first thing in the morning, kind of. Because huh. for whatever yeah. reason, and the, like, I, I'll, like, go to work out or whatever. Maybe I'm just putting off working out, but when I'm sitting there, like I'll be like stretching, just thinking about shit. Like my mind is just running a mile a minute first thing in the morning after I drink like an energy drink or whatever, you know, those, those drinks or coffee or whatever. I'm, you know, it's just like I'm firing on all cylinders and it's just wasted to go. Right. <laughs> I think the, um, as far as the writing, writing, like having, a bit like planned out, written out versus just kind of going up with an idea and working on it. I think at least the approach that I want to take, or I think the best approach is to have a balance of that. Yeah. I think you should be prepared somewhat and have an idea of what you're going to say and have, especially um, at first, at, there's at no way I got the, the balls to go. I mean, it would just right. be a fiasco to go right. up there with no stage experience and try to do that. I mean, obviously, right. but, but I, th I think you have to, 
be open to spontaneity, like whether it's some some fucker heckling or just some some kind of interaction that happens, something that happened that day. I don't think you want to go up with such a rigid idea where you're almost just reading a script. True. Yeah, a yeah, script, yeah. And then it doesn't sound natural. Um, so I think there's a, I think that's, there's, I think that's yeah. a balance you got to find. For sure. Cause if yeah. you try to go up with, I mean, there's the one thing I've considered doing, I heard that, I guess this is public knowledge or whatever, obviously, because I've heard about it. I don't know any fucking comedians, so clearly (laughs) this is... Yeah, obviously this is public knowledge. But I've heard that I'm considering doing this just because I've done zero... Dude, I didn't even do shit in school. Like when (laughs) when we had like presented in front of the class. I mean, I don't even remember doing that. I know I did it, but I might be blocking that shit out because I'm sure that was miserable because I sucked at everything anyway. So I can't imagine me trying to go do an essay like or whatever you even do, group projects, whatever, you know. Right. <laughs> uh yeah, you guys are educated. You probably you know, all of our fans are pretty pretty sharp. So I'm sure that they know what we're talking about. But they like I just never had any experience doing anything like that. So I'm considering uh fucking getting a literally getting a microphone and a mic stand and apparently Chris Rock will do his act in a mirror. Like he will, he will literally perform alone. Like he'll do his act in a mirror, walking, you know, doing his thing. And it's like, fuck, man, I might benefit from that. As weird as that would feel. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking literally looking at myself in a mirror, but like might, might be a good start for me. Cause I've done nothing. You've at least played music in front of people, right. but I've done nothing with, to an audience at best. I would, I'll skate at a skate park, but, it's not all. It's not all eyes on me or anything like that. Right. My you're friends, not, you're not performing for anybody. No, or, fuck yeah, no, no. I'm not trying that. <laughs> to entertain them with your skating. Like you're not specifically going up and saying, "Watch no. me." <laughs> no, the only entertainment they're gonna get from my skating is if I eat shit. <laughs> Which <laughs> could do well. I could be pretty good at falling. <laughs> I've, I've I have some pretty good falls in my past, but but yeah. So I, I have no not no experience in that. So I mean, so I might actually consider doing that a little bit. As as fucking painful as that would be to look at myself in the mirror, but right, I don't even try to do that in the bathroom and shit. I just like kind of. <laughs> I feel like I would. I feel like I would be okay and somewhat comfortable at the open mic. Yeah, because I feel like that's what I did with music. I no doubt I have played many a show to like the joke from Airheads and just playing to other bands and their girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have done that many, many a time. Yeah. So if I'm just doing it to a room of other open micers... I'm, that would feel better. I, I think I'll feel a little more comfortable. I think the first time I get into a room of strangers yeah, that that'll aren't be comics, uh-huh. I think that would but if you be the more intimidating thing. already yeah. have them, it, it is essentially like... It might not be as bad as we think it would be because... If you, I mean, obviously the first time you do see a crowd, hopefully you would have some material right, that that right. has made yeah, comics if, if, chuckle. True. If you're at that point, there's you know a what reason, I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like yeah. getting through. You know, if you can make a, like comics at least think something's yeah. a little funny, the the surprised aspect from a crowd member might be better. It might be easier. Con- I mean, you know, you know, you don't. From what I understand, from what I hear other comics say, you don't just want to play to the back of back of the room. You don't want to play to the comics because right. we're, we're lunatic. I mean, I know I'm a lunatic. Like I'll fucking laugh right. at all kinds of shit. I mean, 
I just think everything's funny. So that's not fair. That's not like a good metric. I'm not a good metric to go by. Right. To be honest, because I'll laugh if you bomb. I mean, it's still funny. Right, right. <laughs> like, I'm still enjoying it. You know, it's still funny. I see what you're trying to do. So it's like, you know, so that's probably maybe maybe not the best to go by because we know where you're trying to get. Right, and we're, right. we're like, I mean, we're nerds at this point. We're not comics, but we do know what it's supposed to be. Right. And we've watched people bomb, you know, we've watched professionals bomb. So that always makes you feel good when a fucking perf- a seasoned comic bombs a joke. It's like, <laughs> nice. <sighs> God, thank God. Right. <laughs> it's possible. Good. <laughs> it takes a bit of the scariness out of it, too. It's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're still successful. That one didn't work, but it does. It's yeah. not like that's the end. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Especially on podcasts because they're so open. You know, com- comedians are very open with the podcasts, right. so you definitely get your fair share of like, uh, just like losing confidence in a joke halfway through. <laughs> just like, oh fuck, I, I can't take it back. <laughs> and you can like lean into it, and make it funny. Um, Jim Norton, I don't know if you've seen, yeah, on um like Facebook, Instagram or, or whatever. He's actually been posting some of his bombs yeah, which, and just saying like, this one didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny. Cause to me, it's like, are you sure I've heard a few, I heard a few laughs in there and like, I'm laughing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's, I think it's a funny ass joke. Is that you sure that's a bomb man? I think, I think once you get to a certain level, like for us, bombing would be like no laughter and doing True. well yeah, would yeah, be yeah. laughter. Just any laughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like once you get to that level, a lot of the comics would say, oh, yeah, that bombed. It's like half of the room still laugh. Like, it's yeah. not a complete bomb. Yeah, it's your like, standards are yeah. higher than mine, for sure. <laughs> Shit, if I get one person to laugh, that's my audience member. Fuck the rest of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing for this guy. <laughs> yeah, and like, I mean, the, he, Jim Norton's been doing it for, what, 30 years, I think? Long ass time, yeah. yeah. Very long. He's been around for a while, so, I'm, you know, he's he's a professional. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I have been seeing those, and they're it's so funny because they are funny. Like I think they're funny. I wouldn't take them as bombs. I think the crowd just missed it, you know. Right, and I, I like that approach because I think there are so many comedians who would never want to put that out or, no, or show but, them bombing. Hey, I'm you know? a little butthurt about it though, because it's like we did plan on doing that, and now he did it first. Ah, uh, true. It's like fuck. True. <laughs> I was just gonna look like we're doing Norton. <laughs> like, oh, good idea. Let me post my bombs. Like, no, we were planning on doing that. <laughs> well, I think I think with doing this podcast, I think it gives us the opportunity to post it all. We can yeah. just we can just put it out there, and you can either laugh with us, laugh at us, and just yeah, show the process. Well, yeah, and I always forget. Like every once in a while, no, we we haven't been doing this yet. But I think like, oh fuck, like. That would be funny. And I almost don't want to like waste something on the podcast. And I'm realizing like, that's not, we can, there's no rules to this. True. If we think of something funny on the podcast, we can absolutely take that from, it's ours. Like we said it. Right. So we can right. absolutely take that to the stage. Like, you, you know, like Bill Burr does it. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. He's, he's working. Stuff yeah. We out both a saw bit. him yeah. around the same time mm-hmm. and leading up. We, I definitely saw some he, he material do, that started from his podcast. For it, sure. it feels like that's where he does the feeling out. Maybe kind of like how Marin works on stage. It seems yeah, like although he's he wouldn't writing. Know. Right. Right. Cause it's not like he has an audience to like respond, but I right. think he, yeah, he's I think at least he just, working some stuff out. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's for, for sure a stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
you know, he'll, he just gets there for, you know, a lot, I'm sure he gets a lot of material from just doing the podcast. Right. And as a fan, and I was thinking like, you don't want to be over overly critical. Cause as a fan, I think it's funny. Like right, when I saw right. him say stuff live after I, I heard it on the podcast, but I kind of liked it. It was like funny. Cause it was like, Oh, it's, he did more like, right. He added to it or he changed this exactly. or embellished this. And yeah, yeah it's yeah. really interesting to see like it's so crazy like the world of comedy and like what what it is like you it, it's it's fucking uh like trial and error a hundred percent and it's right. so funny and it's cool because people seem to be understanding that more and that's what you want because right. that's the best way to, like because that's the most forgiving not that it needs to be a forgiving environment for telling jokes but like it might be like the pussy way to look at it. Like you now I fuck that. Like somebody who's good might be like, now I want to like, if, if it doesn't work, I want it to not work. Like, but it's, it definitely was cool to see people like trying and you know, everybody's under the, under the same understanding that we're trying jokes. They might not work. If they don't work, it is what it is. Nobody's trying to be offensive. Nobody's trying to be a dick. Right. So it seems like more and more people. No one's trying to hurt anybody no and nobody wants to hurt somebody's feelings that's not funny it's just to be funny like nobody goes on stage with the intention to like piss people off this isn't politics like nobody has any interest in that it's just to be funny and you know like it seems like more and more especially more people that listen to podcasts and hopefully we cultivate those type of people because that's what you want you want forgiving people that like comedy so hopefully that's the type of fans that you guys are Right, like the the joke at the top was not making fun of the fact that your dog died. It was the no, ridiculousness of setting up, yeah. saying that we need to be lighter and comedy. Yeah, and, it's super and, funny. And funny. I appreciate that. It, <laughs> yeah, that's like that's the approach I think you have to take with everything. It's just yeah, that's yeah. the you, the approach I do take. I usually don't publish it, but <laughs> well, it is what it is. <laughs> but that's good. That's yeah. We're off to a great start. I think so. I think so. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Uh, and it's funny because people talk about like all the cancel culture and shit. And it's like, I don't know, man. It seems like a nice time to start comedy. Because I've heard yeah. people, I believe it, like Ari Shafir says, it's like, no, this is great. Comedy is dangerous now. And that is coming from somebody who got canceled for right. talking shit on Kobe Bryant <laughs> dying. But like, you know, it is what it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not the best metric. <laughs> he perhaps sure. has too many, too much balls. From True. time to time, but uh, <laughs> but it's like you know, and it doesn't seem like not everybody takes the risks. It seems mm-hmm. there's still like you know a lot of professional comedians that stay away from a lot of subjects that are tender, and you know that's never good for comedy. And I don't plan on you know if I think something's funny, I'm gonna fucking say it. Right, just and like they're, they're... you, you off the top of that, like yeah, that's what we gotta do. It's just what needs to happen. Right. And there there is a place for that because I understand that I guess there's a type of comedy fan who is more casual where it's just like, oh, that's a thing I did, but not a diehard. I'm I'm yeah. kind of the the way with um sports. I'll go to a baseball game and I'll enjoy it. Sure. I couldn't tell you all the players on the team. No. It's kind of casual. So like same with football, I'll I'll watch Yeah. The Ravens, just because I'm from Baltimore, I couldn't name everybody on the team. I'm not like a diehard, so I think there's that kind of comedy fan where there's like, oh, I just want to like kind of laugh at something silly. Yeah, there's levels for sure. Um, but it's it's almost like a tolerance. The more 
you yes. laugh in your life at like shit you almost need something harder yeah or, or uh-huh. it, to make you laugh you know what i mean yeah, if, it's like a gateway drug right like if yeah except, except <laughs> no except comedy can't ruin your life it's actually True. completely impossible for com- comedy to to hurt you in any real way besides right. your emotions right so right. like yeah yeah it is you're right it is it's a lot like that but it's, it's like, like i just feel like uh, yeah you just build up that tolerance to where like that uh, the tragedy plus time comedic formula like you need more tragedy i guess yeah 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 and i don't necessarily believe in too soon if it's a brilliant joke right like you know what i mean if you do the joke right there is no too soon come on that that's it's not soon enough like you fucking won you were number one you first right congratulations you were the first person to come up with that horrible horrible joke all right that was another episode of attempted delivery uh, thanks for listening, and don't forget to like, subscribe to all the things. You know what they are. <laughs> share all that, and uh, and share with us. Uh, you know, we'd love to hear from you. We do have an email set up. It's attempted delivery podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, you can send us questions, send us uh, hate mail, make fun of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever you want to do. Give us advice. Ask you know, ask us for advice. We'll hit us up. Just let us know what you think, and. Uh, 